This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. COVID-19, how has it changed your daily routine? For many, it's meant working from home. Now, as long as you don't have to take that video call, I'm betting the family member who is over the moon that you have been home 24-7 is your devoted dog or happy cat, right? Well, many of you are now getting ready to go back to work. What impact can that make on your pet about to be home alone? For answers, we're turning to one of the best pet experts in the industry. Yep, she's back on our show with some awesome strategies to help pet parents head back to work with as little stress as possible on their dogs and cats. Please join me in giving pause and applause to pet advocate and influencer, the one and only Kristen Levine. Welcome back to the show, Kristen. Thank you, Arden. Thanks so much for having me. All right, guys, we're going to dive into ways to make life better for you and your pets when you return back to the work world right after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. Oh, behave. We'll be right back. Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox shampoo and conditioner to the rescue. Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. Its patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely, pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is the publisher of the Kristen Living Pet Living blog. But that just scratches at the surface of what this pet advocate and influencer does. She's a regular go-to pet lifestyle expert on national TV and radio shows like ours. And she's also a very cool person. Okay, Kristen, I think you certainly haven't been laying around eating bonbons and binge watching (laughs) Netflix during this pandemic. Because I got in my paw, holding in my paw right now, you created, ready for it listeners, check this out. It's called the Pet Parents Back to Work Guide. And the good news is it's available for free as a download. (laughs) And I've pawed through the pages about, wow, Kristen, you've offered a lot of insights and tips to not only help us pet parents, but the dogs and cats get through this transition. So no bonbons, no binge watching. What? Tell me about Well, you know, I might, I might've squeezed a tiny bit of binge watching in late at night. But, okay. but right, you're right. right. I've been keeping pretty busy during the pandemic. Um, and, and really, it, it was because I was hearing from readers of my blog. I was hearing from people on social media. And even my own friends and family started asking me, hey, you know, we've been home 24-7 with our pets. They're loving it. I mean, nobody's happier <laughs> about quarantine than our animals, right? Right. Um, but they were getting worried themselves about how to transition them back. And so I thought, wow, you know, this is, this is a time where I I really should step up and create a guide for people. And so I obviously couldn't just do it by myself. So I contacted some of the great experts in my circle to help me put this together. And we developed a guide that has a, a, basically a chapter to help your dog transition back to so normal, so to speak, whatever our right. new normal is. And then there's a, <laughs> <Yeah>. se- <laughs> and then there's a section for, uh, for the cat lovers and, and a lot of the advice applies to both. And so, and I can kind of walk through some of the advice that applies oh, to both of course. and you yeah. get, you can get more detail of course um, with the guide. And then there's a, a chapter at the very end that talks about us. How are we going to cope with having so much love and affection and stress reducing furry buddies around us all the time to going back into the real world where we don't have them at our side? Twenty plus. I know. I can just see uh, dogs and cats being smuggled in briefcases. Details at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you know, you know, when they bark back, it's all right. But when your coworker does, that's a whole different matter, right? It's true. It's true. <laughs> well, uh, let's kind of get into this because uh, you've had a little help with this. So, sure. if you wanted, it's like you just won the Academy Award, and you want to thank who? Oh so, my goodness! You mean thank the folks that helped me with the guide? Yeah. I have to. Yes. I have to thank the folks at GreatPetCare.com. This is a, a really great online resource website that where they have a lot of veterinary writers and they cover a lot of pet health information. And they helped me a lot because, you know, you know, you're, you're a writer. You've written so many. What have you written? Like a hundred books or something like that. Three I know million <laughs> all during the pandemic. You know, it, 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 it's a lot of work. And yeah. so they helped me with some of the, um, you know, the experts. Uh, we have Dr. Liz Bales, sure. Dr. Yeah. Valerie. Yeah, she's awesome. Dr. Valerie Tynes. And then a good friend of mine, Gila Kurtz, who is a certified dog trainer. Oh, yeah. In addition to the owner of a lifestyle brand, Dog is Good. It's been um, on our show. Too. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. And I really wanted to include Valerie Tynes because she's 
you're pre-certified like you are. And um, I thought it was important that we that we incorporate fear free into the guide. So it really was just, you know, a, a great team effort. And believe it or not, I think we turned the whole thing around in, in about two weeks. Oh, my so gosh. We, we wrote it and then Great Pet Care, you know, helped with adding additional content and copy editing and designing. And then, boom, we were able. I wanted to launch it quickly because there are some areas of the country, as you know, like I'm in Florida and right. we're already well into phase two. But whereas, you know, folks in New York, and New Jersey are just kind of moving into phase one. And, and depending on when you're listening to this, you know, we're not all reemerging at the same time for obvious reasons. And so I was in a hurry to get it out for the, for people in the States that were opening back up. Yeah. I'm in Texas and uh, we've been, uh, I think we're in phase two now as well. Right. And I think, you know, regardless, I mean, obviously the more time you have to transition your pets from being with you 24 seven to maybe you're gone for eight, eight to 10 hours a day, the better. But yeah. tips, and I'll go through them just a second. These tips, you know, you can do kind of an expedited version of the transition. Certainly ideal to have a good week or two to do it. But that doesn't mean you can't do it, you know, in a couple of days or, you know, over time. Well, so, let, let's dive into this because, and, and first, before we get started, can you just walk our listeners through how they can get this Pet Parents Back to Work Guide free? I did it yesterday. It was real easy, but you are the author. <laughs> Absolutely. Just go to my website, which is kristenlevine.com and I'll spell it. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-L-E-V-I-N-E, kristenlevine.com. And it's right there on the homepage. There's a big header that says uh, Pet Parents Back to Work Guide. And you just click on that. And then we ask for your email address and you can click on um, that and we will send you the free download in your email. And if you wish to unsubscribe, you absolutely can. But I hope that that you'll stick around because we have lots of great pet care information going out every week. So it's yeah, that and I simple. did it, and it's nice. And you choose: do you want to know about dogs? Do you want to know about cats? Do you want to know about both? And then you also offer a lot of other resources on, uh, you know, doggy urine marking. I love that. I hope everybody's having a, a scone right now while I say that, <laughs> and are sipping their coffee, and uh, some remedies for <coughs> cat hairballs and. Uh, how we can get that anxious dog or cat to uh, sleep through the night and, uh, you know, because they can get anxious too. So I, you are just like a big old, a well of great information. And I love that. And, and so let's go into the, the situation now. Let's, let's dive in. So many people were used to working, you know, a regular job and they've now learned about Zoom and, and all these other platforms, but it's time for them to get back to work in their offices and they have to say goodbye. Let's start with the dog. So you mentioned in your guide that there was a term, I really liked it. It was called, I think it was called displacement. Was that right? Yeah. Displacement behaviors. I believe that was, it might've been Dr. Tynes that uh, pointed mm -hmm. me to that article. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, as you know, Arden, and most of us know that our pets, dogs, especially thrive on routine. I mean, right. routine is their jam. Right. right. They, know, <laughs> they know what time you get up in the morning. They know what time you feed them, what time you let them out, what time you walk. And because we've been together for so many weeks or months, we have a whole new routine. And so mm -hmm. the idea is to start reestablishing a work like routine, even right. if you're not back to work yet. And what that looks like is setting your alarm for whenever 
for the time that you will get up when you have to get dressed and commute, because now, right now we can wear our jammies and we don't have to commute, Right. <laughs> but get your pet used to you waking up at that normal workday hour. Now that means you have to get up. So I'm yep. sorry to say that. <laughs> Trust me, the effort will will pay off very well for your pet. So get up at that hour. Start taking your pet out at the time that you would normally take them out when you are back on your normal schedule. Start feeding them at the times you will feed them when you go back to work. And, And like I said earlier, you can just, if you can do this over a week's period of time, you know, I think that's probably sufficient. If you have more time, great, but you probably don't want to start getting up really early, you know, a month in advance. <laughs> um, yeah. And and so get them used to that while you're still home. So first they just are transitioning with their clock. Like they're, you know, different, these different important events are happening at different times. And that also applies to their cats too. We, we may not realize that cats notice everything, but they do. And right. cats, they don't like when their environment changes when that's beyond their control. So if you can start to just make those those simple routine changes in your activities and when you care for them, feed them, et cetera, that's going to help everybody, dogs and cats alike. Now, the second tip I, I offer in the guide is to create a safe space where your pet likes to be alone. Good, good. Doesn't that's mean- really important. I mean, I have a big dog named Bujo, 85-pound Bernie's mountain dog mix, <laughs> and she likes to, after her, potty break in the morning and after we have her feeder and all that other stuff she kind of looks at us with this little smile and says check out with you later ladies i'm heading to the bedroom walk-in closet where that doggy bed is i'm gonna take a mid-morning snooze and i i realize i can't just bring her out and go come on boo let's go let's go right so how important is it for them all to have a safe space it's really important. And and I think if you stop and think about it, you probably could pretty easily figure out like you just like you just shared where your pet's favorite safe place is. My dog Chili likes to go in the guest bedroom and sleep on the guest bed. Not sure okay. why, but loves that. He can he has a perfect view out the window. Um, my cat Olivia likes to go in in this uh, on our second floor. There's this little loft area and she likes to jump up on top of the chair. Um so I know what they love. I, I know where they love to be alone. And the reason I, I say that is, you know, make sure that that area has the, the things that they like mm-hmm. and practice, practice separating yourself from your pet. No. <laughs> yes, I know. It's, I know, right? Yeah. I, I, I think in the guide, we might have said practice social distancing from your pet. <laughs> I know we're so, we're so sick of hearing that, but, you know, in jest, give them an hour or two alone a day. Just we're, we're trying to get them used to being alone again. So if you're gone, if you're going to be gone for eight to 10 hours a day, then start with a couple of hours at a time. And um, so that, that was number two. So number three that again applies to both cats and dogs and probably more so dogs, but I I think in cats, in the cat's case, sometimes too, I recommend that you try out some calming products or, you know, relaxation techniques um, for your pets. For example, making sure that your pets are getting enough exercise is really important because that will help them relax more peacefully when you are gone. Yes. Um, well, when you do that, though, there is some downside. I've been hurrying people so bored that the poor dog is going off on 10 walks a day. So come on, folks, rein yeah. it in, leash it in. <laughs> that, that is a great point, Arden, because we don't want our pets to go from 10 walks a day to, you know, one or two. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, if you, if you are one of those people that have been doing that, that's really awesome. You guys have really enjoyed the multiple benefits of that, but start paring that back down to what it's going to be normally when you do go back to work. And, and also to just making sure our cat, your cats are getting enough playtime and interaction with the family so that when they are alone, they're not feeling anxious and stressed. Well, you, you know, and we can say it because we, uh, we're a big fan of them. Uh, let's talk about dog TV and some other things yeah. that might be available. Sure, sure. And so in the guide, we mentioned dog TV, which is a great resource for when dogs are home alone, or you can watch it with your dogs too, but it's, it's really, my cats watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I keep asking Becky, who is the marketing director over there, when are they going to have cat TV? I mean, yeah. seriously. So it's programming designed for dogs. And, and when I say programming designed for dogs, I mean, they alter the colors that you see on the screen. They're very intentional about the music and the nature sounds they use. It's all designed to enrich a dog's environment while they're home alone. And they've got like five technology patents on this programming. So this is like the real deal. This is not just for fun. This is really scientifically developed television for your dog. So you can check out Dog TV. I think they have a free month trial that you can get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they try do. It for, yeah. I want to make sure that we, uh, we got to take a quick commercial break, but I want to make sure we get another tip that you have at the end. And I also want to talk about your pandemic pup tulip. So <laughs> listeners, I've, I've already got your curiosity peaked, I hope, but uh, we're going to speak more with how we can make this transition safe and sane for all of us and stress-free with the author of the Pet Parents Back to Work Guide. We're talking about Kristen Levine. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pause up, pet pals. Arden Moore here with my very happy dog, Kona. Hey, we enjoy getting deliveries and surprise, surprise, so do our dogs. Right, Kona? With a Kong Box subscription, your dog gets two great toys, three delicious treats, plus two recipes or tips delivered to your home every month or every other month. Now, Kona spun in a circle and wagged her tail like a fan on high speed when her Kong Box arrived. She received a stuffed bear toy with squeaker, chicken-flavored Kong Bites, plus a Kong Goodie Bone, a Kong Classic I stuffed with a Kong Sweet Potato Spread. The box also came with a training tip to deal with boredom and a recipe to make Toby's tasty treats. Possum, your turn to treat your dog. For a limited time, when you sign up for a 6- or 12-month subscription and donate $1 to Best Friends Animal Society to help other dogs in need, you can get your first Kong box free. After that, you receive a new box every month or every other month, custom for your dog for as little as $29.95, and shipping is free. So, dash over to kongbox.com slash behave to get your first Kong box free with your subscription and a dollar donation. Kongbox.com slash behave. That's Kongbox.com slash behave. It's time to wrap this up because Kona's letting me know it's time for me to stuff her Kong goodie bone. Good girl. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi there, I'm Kate Walton. I hope you're going to tune in and listen to OB Hayes on Pet Life Radio with Arden Moore because she's a delight. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OB Hayes. Here's Arden. 
Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is the one and only Kristen Levine. She is a dog and cat's best friend. I'm telling you, she knows how to get good information and get it into our hands and their paws. And she's all about recognizing the important role that dogs and cats play when it comes to our emotional, our physical, our mental health. And come on, guys, you know what's happening since this pandemic hit. Any of us doggone lucky to have dogs or cats at sharing our homes, we have really been very fortunate to have them. They make us laugh. They cuddle with us. We can hug our dogs and cats. We don't have to do the elbow bump with our dogs <laughs> and cats. So Kristen was talking about some of the tips and areas from the Pet Parents Back to Work Guide, you can get your paws on it at kristenlevine.com. And we'll talk more about this at the end. It's a free download. Really, folks, it's going to be a game changer and a good game changer. So one of the things that you were speaking about, there's another area that we really have to pay attention to during this transition back to work. Because talk about some of the behaviors that you might start noticing in your dog or cat that may tip off that they're starting to feel a little stressed out about what's going on, what's going on. Sure. sure. Well, for dogs, for example, you know, if your dog starts to seem like they're anxious when you're getting ready to leave, maybe they're getting really clingy or maybe they're whiny or maybe they hide or maybe they're panting excessively. You know, those are all, and there, there are many other signs, you know, your dog best. So you're going to, you're going to recognize a behavior that's not normal, but those could be signs that your pet is developing separation anxiety. Our cats, cats also suffer from fear, stress, and anxiety, but they're so much better at masking it that it's harder for us to recognize. So some of your, what you think of as normal cat behavior, like hiding under the bed or, or howling or, or seeming clingy, you might not recognize that as, as a stress reaction. But yeah. so be paying really close attention to how your pets are acting when you start transitioning back to normal. Because separation anxiety is can be difficult to treat if it's, if it's left unmanaged. But the good news is there's lots of ways to manage it, especially in the early stages. And every June at Pet Living, we kind of celebrate this event called Pet Anxiety Awareness. And it's, it's, it's um, a landing page on my website where we list all kinds of resources for dog and cat moms and dads to get their dog or cat help with fear, stress, and anxiety. Everything from educational resources to products you might try. And so one of the tips that I included in the guide to combat separation anxiety is, is experimenting with some of the all natural calming products, whether it's, whether it's pheromones for cats, okay. um, like feel away, or, or maybe it's, you know, all natural melatonin shoes. I know Thunderworks makes the ones that I use. Maybe it's a thunder shirt that makes your dog feel more comfortable. Maybe you want to try CBD or hemp based products. Um, I'm working with a great new company called The Anxious Pet that supports pet anxiety awareness. And I say that because it definitely can help in the transition if you notice that your pets are not loving the transition <laughs> yeah. and exhibiting some of those behaviors. We re- we're really just trying to prevent anything more significant from developing. Well, you also mentioned too, sometimes you need professional help, right? Through a certified professional dog trainer or a behaviorist. It's okay to ask for help, right? 
Absolutely. And that, I think that's one of the last tips that I, that I gave is to have a, a your veterinarian or your trainer on the ready. Like if you're not sure, if you think maybe the transition isn't going well, or you're you know concerned about it, or you're seeing some of those symptoms that we talked about a second ago, don't hesitate to contact your veterinarian or contact a certified professional dog trainer because they can help you. They can right. help you help them. And a, a couple of resources in your pet parents back to work guide. I want to make sure people pay attention to, and one of them is theanxiouspet.com, and the other is petanxietyawareness.com, and finally, fearfreehappyhomes.com. I like the fact that you have offered a lot of good information that is backed by these experts that are in behavior and veterinary medicine and, and training for dogs and cats. Well, it's important, and um, you and I both know, we've both been in this pet world for 30 years or more. And we can remember the day when we did not have resources like this. So it's so exciting. It's so refreshing to have so many veterinary veterinarians, trainers, and manufacturers that are all working together to help our pets overcome fear, anxiety, and stress. Because half of our pets do experience it to a point that it impacts their quality of life. Yeah. And we don't want that. Now let's flip it if we could. Because you also include some tips for people that are back at work and darn it, they're missing their dog or cat. <laughs> they're sitting at this desk looking at the screen and, oh man, where's my dog in a doggy bed next to me? So you talked about how to help people too, because we love our pets. So give us a few yeah. couple of tips for that. Right. Well, I certainly don't condone smuggling them in <laughs> in your backpack or briefcase. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I would suggest that you ask your employer if maybe you could bring them to work one day. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'll go over well. I don't know. You know, I just think that when you are back to work and you're missing your animals, I would say that the time that you do spend at home, make sure that you spend time together bonding, whether it's just a walk or grooming or playtime, you know, soak up, soak up those furry benefits that you get from your companion. And then at work, if you really want to check in on them, there's lots of really cool remote cameras that you could purchase for work. Um, we have a ring camera at our house so I can, and I have one that's in the living room. So I can always check in to see what my, my dog and cat are doing dogs now dogs yeah. and cat are doing, but there's a furbo and there's so many. Um, do you have a favorite Arden? Um, well, I, um, I use, we have Arlo in our mm -hmm. house, but I haven't done the doggy cam yet, but I've heard good things about, so now they're easy to connect and you know, yeah. they, some of them dispense treats and right. so they're, you know, welcome to 2020. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah. Or, just share, or share stories with your coworkers about, you know, some funny quarantine stories that you can share about your pets. And yeah, uh, I think that's a good thing. It's a good way to relieve a little stress and anxiety in ourselves. I, I totally agree. Before we say goodbye, there is a big thing I want to talk to you about. We have something in common besides many other things. <laughs> we both got pandemic pups. Yes, we did. So mine is a little eight pounder named Emma that was wandering our neighborhood with no collar, Ooh. no microchip. And I call and after we've done all the routine, you know, we got everything checked. We reached out to different groups, you know, shelters, rescue, our next door, everything. And we suspect, as our veterinarian does, that uh, many pets have been kind of let go because of uh, this pandemic, people losing jobs or whatever. And in the case of Emma, it was probably because she tested very high for heartworm, which is very expensive. 
And we're, we've got like three weeks left. We've been through the process, but we call her Emma as in, who am I? And uh, <laughs> she's a sweetheart. And she has quickly bonded with our big dog, Bujo, and Kona, our safety dog, and our cats, Casey and Rusty and Mikey. So we got quite a full oh. house, but I'm very happy. But let's talk about the fact that this is a time where a lot of people have adopted or fostered. And please don't say the word failure when it comes to Tulip. You're a foster success. So tell us about Tulip. Absolutely. So probably a, about a week into quarantine, I got a phone call from um, a friend of mine who runs an animal shelter in St. Petersburg, Florida. And he said, he knew we were looking for another dog, but we're, we're big. We, we call ourselves big dog people. So yeah. he knew I wasn't interested in adopting a little dog, but he said, I have this little puppy. She's a Chihuahua Terrier mix. Can you guys foster her just for a few <laughs> weeks? I have to close the shelter doors tomorrow. So we're like, of course, of course we can do that. So my husband and I went down there and we picked her up and she was ardent. I think she weighed about a pound, 1.8 no, pounds. She really? was tiny <laughs> and she was just precious. And so we fostered her for about four weeks and then we, then we had to take her in to get spayed and um, her next round of, of shots. And she was gone for 24 hours and we missed her so much oh, no. that, that that was when we decided that we, it was time that we adopted this little dog. So we named her Tulip I love and it. she goes by Tootie Fruity. And many other names, right. but she has brought so much joy and happiness and laughter into our lives during this you know, stressful time. And my 10 year old adopted dog, Chili, he's a lab mix. He loves her too. It didn't happen right away. <laughs> yeah. He's been an only dog for a little while, but every day, a couple times a day, they play together. And I know he loves the attention because she just, she follows him everywhere he goes and it's really good for him because he's aging. And so he's definitely getting more stimulation and exercise now. And we're just, we're just so happy that she came into our lives and that we could help. How does your kitty adapt to, um, how's Olivia? So Olivia, <laughs> we're still working on that. Here comes the sigh. Yeah. So we have the baby gate up because Olivia is not a big fan of Tulip yet. Um, okay. <laughs> now Olivia's older. She's 12 or 13, we think. So it's probably going to take her a little bit more time to adjust, but what we'll get there. I know we'll yeah. get there. Well, I, I know you will because you, you've got good ways to make everyone feel welcome, whether they have two or three or four legs in the house. Any parting message you want to give everybody? Again, folks, after the show, please get your free download. It's called the Pet Parents Back to Work Guide. You can get it at kristenlevine.com, and that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-L-E-V-I-N-E.com. And check out some of the other resources that she has available for you. But I just wanted to know if you had a parting message you want to share, Kristen. Um, you know, just just to recognize that our pets have gone through this pandemic with us, this stressful time. And even though we may not notice it, it affects them too. And so just to be mindful about transitioning them back to whatever the new normal is and to continue enjoying their companionship, whether you get to spend all day or half the day with them. <laughs> I like that. And I really think this is a timely must get guide folks, because look what they've done for us. Look what our pets have done for us during these crazy weeks. And this is our turn to return the favor. Don't you agree, Kristen? Absolutely. I agree. And thank you so much, Arden, for, for having me on and, and letting me talk about the guide and helping our pets transition and, and, uh, you know, and addressing any anxieties that they may have. It's so important. All right. For my pandemic pup, Emma, to your pandemic pup, <laughs> to Tulip and all those pandemic pups and current pups, 
and cats that we have, guys, this is our time to step it up and be there for them in a smart, safe, and stress-free way. So at this time, I want to also do a shout out to uh, Mark Winter, my producer of Pet Life Radio. Check it out, guys. We've got a lot of good shows on the network. And I also want to give a salute to Fear Free and Dr. Marty Becker. Kristen Levine and I both know all about the amazing ways that we can reduce fear, anxiety, and stress. And check it all out at fearfreehappyhomes.com after the show. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all of you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.